This video is the second in a three-part series by Andrew Quain, a high school football coach in Central Illinois. I shot these videos uh, the Christmas uh, season of 2022. Took this trip and uh, visited Coach Quain. We shot three videos and a uh, really excellent football coach put together a really <laughs> a whole bunch of uh, good football teams in a row using this system. But this is the compliments to their base, which is that double dive. Um, so this series really kind of shows, I love how he takes it part by part, saying if this man is making the play on double dive, then we're going to use this one to complement it. If you like this, there's a ton of game film in the presentation as well. You can find these presentations uh, over at clinic.chiefpigskin.com. So welcome back. We're gonna um, next. Um, you know, if you've not watched the double dive uh, uh, presentation yet, I go back and watch the double dive. Um, but we're gonna talk about the other plays of, of what we call the 40 series, our double dive series. Um, these are the plays that kind of go with them. Um, and, and I really don't believe you can have one and, and without the other. I think they they go together. Uh, they're important that you that you. Uh, that you run kind of um, all four of these main plays uh, as, as a package. Okay, so as we look again at our, what our 40 series is, uh, our four plays, we have the double dive, uh, we have the fullback dive, uh, the quarterback follow, and then we have the bootleg pass off of that. Uh, we do have a fifth play in there. Um, it is the, uh, that counter play. So if you remember back to presentation one, I always say you gotta have the base run, you got to have a, a play action pass. You got to have a counter. So we do have a counter off of that. Um, it's a play that um, we used at the college level very sparingly when I ran this play at, at the college level. Um, it's not a play we've run at the high school level, and it really just comes down to we've not needed to run it. Um, there's some other scenarios in there, maybe why we've not run it. I'll talk a little bit uh, about that when we get to it. Um, but if you have the right situation, the right quarterback, the right other complementary plays in, um, it can be a, a really good play. Um, and I got a fun story about that play we'll, we'll talk about. Um, double dive's a good play, but it's only a good play by itself. Um, you have to have these other plays with it, um, and then it becomes a great play. Um, if you only run double dive, um, the defense, all the defense needs to do in one way or another, they need to put more bodies in the B or C gap. And that's pretty easy to do. You know, there's lots of ways you can get extra bodies, whether that's a defensive alignment up front or whether that's a, a, an extra linebacker. Um, it's, uh, you know, some safety help there, whatever that might be. But you can't, you can't cheat double dive if they also have to worry about the fullback, if they also have to worry about the quarterback on the edge, and if they also have to worry about the, the passing plays off of it. So um, anytime someone tries to oversell one part of this, we have other options um, to, to, to come back to. So um, you know, that's, a, that's, a, that's a key part to this, uh, this whole series. So I'm just gonna give you a quick overview of the plays. Uh, and then we'll go break down individually and look at them 
and watch some film of each, each clip. But when we talk about the 40 series, we talk about our three main run plays. Um, our A-gap option, uh, a play, our A-gap play is not an, I said option, I shouldn't have said option. Um, because this is not an option play where no one's reading anything. The coach is reading something. We'll talk about what that is in a little bit, but the players are not reading anything. So the, the A-gap play is our fullback dive. That's our, our first dive, first man through. Okay, Fullbacks run the inside foot of the play side guard. Um, other backs are going to carry out their fakes. Okay, So it's not just a, a, a give and, and watch. We want to make sure everybody's carrying out those fakes. Uh, important for the place I tackle to give a dummy call. So back in the last presentation, I talked about the place I tackle and their calls. Um, he's going to use that dummy call here um, to, to help uh, try to sell, um, sell the fake. Um, okay, so then we go into double dive. Double dive, as we talked about in the last video, is a B-gap or a C-gap play, depending on some, some different factors there. Okay, it's important when you run double dive that the fullback bends away from the play. So as you can tell in the, the diagrams, um, the I haven't turned on the slideshow here. Let me do that. Um, that's a little better to read. So on the double dive, the, the fullback is going to bend away to backside and try to take some defenders away from the actual play call here. When we run fullback dive, he wants, we want him to get pretty vertical through here um, and find that path, um, the quickest you know, spot to the end zone, that straight line to the end zone. On double dive, he's going to bend away. Um, that's going to allow them to hopefully take some defenders away. Um, and then uh, on a quarterback follow, okay, the quarterback is going to fake um, the, the dive, fake the double dive, and then is going to keep it, okay? Police side tackle still making that dummy call, okay? It it's really critical um, that we block quarterback follow like we would block double dive, okay? So the wing has to load up in there like they're ISO blocking for the double dive, um, if the wingback outside releases and like reach blocks, like sweep, because essentially this is kind of like a quarterback sweep. Um, if the if he did that, the defense is going to read that block and they're going to have they're going to have help out there. They're going to see reach and they're going to have defenders there. So you have to block it like double dive, okay, and let the fakes take the players out of the way, okay. So this is the play we're going to run. Uh, when the corner the cornerback is getting a little nosy in there. Nice thing about these this whole series, you can practice all three of these plays at the same time. Okay, so from a backfield standpoint, you can run double dive and hand the ball off to the double dive, but the fullback is still getting practice running that a gap path. The full, the quarterback is still getting all three progressions practice. Um, so when you run this, um, it's, it's really nice. You get a really efficient use of your practice time because you're getting reps at all of them all at the same time. Um, the fourth option on this would be our, our bootleg pass. Okay, so we're, we're faking um, the dive, we're faking the double dive, and then the quarterback is going to boot 
um, reverse away, and then uh, we have um, a drag, a post, and then uh, our post flag. Um, it says vert as well, depending on alignment. If we had that uh, player out wide, we can run a vert too, and that just depends on um, the situation and, and the team we might be playing that week. Okay, good. getting into our stats. Okay, I got all three plays here. Uh, if you look, um, you know, at our fullback dive here first. I'll look here at the stats. Okay, play we didn't run quite as much this year. We did have a really good fullback um, this year. We were a little bit more heavy on um, on our ten series. Uh, we did some fullback traps. We did some fullback toss sweeps. Um, used him a little bit more for he had some some really nice explosive speed. Um, kind of got try to get him in some some um, advantages that way. So down a little bit, but we still got uh, an average above three yards, which is good. Um, our our three yards were down a little bit. We we're kind of breaking even, and I think a lot of that had to do with teams keen on us. Um, and also, if you remember from the last presentation, our double dive was not as effective this past season. We just didn't have the right guys. Uh, we, were, we were better in some other areas of our offense. Um, so because teams were keying on our fullback so much, um, we, we did have to do some different things uh, um, this year with that. But you look here, you know, we, we do um, the three years prior, we were in that high 60, 70 percent um, percentage of three-yard plays, and so that's where we want to be. Uh, we're doing that. We know we're going to be pretty successful um, there. In the spring season, we had a we had an 11.2-yard average on fullback dive. Man, we had um, our, our our fullback in that um, that year was just a just a your prototypical fullback, kind of short, stocky, fast. Um, had some athletic ability to him, and he was uh, real good at running the play. Um, the quarterback follow, um, went, went ahead here. The quarterback follow is a play that we don't run as much. Um, you can tell we've only run it 31 times in, uh, in four years. Um, I probably ran it a little too much the first year, thinking we could kind of force that play to work. It's really a play you're going to call maybe once a game. You have, you've, you've really noticed the corner is getting nosy in there, um, and, and you're going you're gonna to probably break it for a, a good gain um, because of that. It's not something, it's not really designed to be a play that you can just run, run, run all the time, but it's a really good complement, and it forces the defense to stay honest, which means. Uh, you know, you're, you're going to have better success with the double dive or the fullback dive um, because that corner has to honor the quarterback. And then lastly, our bootleg class, it's been a, it's been a good play for us. Uh, we're not always blessed with the best quarterback in terms of throwing abilities here at Prairie Central. And, and so we, don't, we, we do have to find ways to, to, you know, make that a little bit easier for him in the passing game. Uh, we had a pretty good, pretty good year this year. I thought our bootleg was was pretty good this year. Um, and you can see in, in 2019 and 2022 we had the um, some good averages there. Um, oftentimes we're throwing the ball, you know, anywhere between once and five times a game. 
Um, and so this is, is maybe, maybe one, you know, this might be our one play that we're, we're passing the ball. Okay, so we'll start with our fullback dive. Our line rules are awesome. They're all simple. This is our base rule that we teach all of our linemen. Um, this rule comes up all over the place. So fullback dive is so easy for us to run because it's a base blocking rule for our linemen. So um, I feel really confident that we can run this all the time. It runs against lots of different defenses. Um, again, it's that progression, gap over backer. Okay, so the lineman comes up, they line up based on the defensive alignment. They're going to ask themselves, is there anybody in my inside gap? If the answer is yes, we're blocking them. If the answer is no, we go to option two, okay, which is over. Is there anyone over me? Okay, if the answer is yes, we're blocking the person over you. If the answer is no, we go to the third progression, which is linebacker. Okay, so then you're going, you're going to the next level, going to a linebacker. So it's a really nice rule. Um, I like it when, when it can be simple like this because it, it, it makes that blocking a little bit more simple um, for us. But still, um, it, this rule, I would encourage you, if you don't have this rule in your playbook um, or have something similar to it, I'd, I really encourage you to explore it um, because this rule is so simple, but it covers almost every scenario that, that your linemen are going to see. So... Um, Simple, but very effective. Um, and then uh, the quarterback's going to just step, okay, uh, step at 7 o'clock, uh, give it to the, the fullback, okay, um, and then he's going to carry out his fake. So fake the double dive and then fake the, uh, the quarterback follow. Uh, fullback is aiming at the inside foot of the guard. We're going to take the ball and run. We like to get him, get him vertical as much as we can. Um, Sometimes the fullback will want to veer off into B-gap, okay, which is a no-no on this play. Um, we have an inside veer play, part of our 60 series, where you know, the fullback gets the ball and runs the B-gap path, uh, um, and runs that kind of path. On fullback dive, it's an A-gap play. Get vertical through the A-gap and get uh, north and south. Um, so that's, that's a really important emphasis. If he runs that B-gap path, you have the double dive coming, and you guys are going to run into each other, plus you're going to take all the defenders to that one spot on the field um, as opposed to that spacing that we talked about uh, in the last presentation. Okay? Play side A-back, the play side running back is going to load all right, an ISO block. This sometimes is a tough block. Um, based on where the linebackers are lined up. Um, he sometimes has to get pretty far inside um, to, to, to block, um, uh, so that can be a challenge. But hopefully you got good enough fakes that that double dive fake brings the linebacker out to the double dive, and that makes it easier. If, if they know fullback dive is coming, there's nothing fancy about this play, so if they know fullback dive's coming, you know, it's a, it's, a, it's a slugfest kind of a play. You know, you want to make sure you're having a guy at fullback that's, that's tough and gritty and can, can gain you your yards you need. Um, but when you, and you do this play in conjunction with the double dive, you will see that over-pursuing to the double dive, and then the fullback sometimes can get through there untouched and, 
and have some, some big gains. All right, so this is what it looks like. Okay, uh, we got the fullback in the football this time. We're still faking the rest of our, so it looks diagram from the last presentation is the same. Now the fullback's getting the football though. Okay, um, again, simple play. It's very effective. Um, it's, it's an easy one to, to, learn, to, to go back on. Um, if you're an option guy, if you're a triple option guy, it's probably likely that you have like a zone, zone dive kind of play in where it's basically um, your triple option play, but you're handing it off to the fullback. It's an automatic give. Um, this play, we have that in our playbook, but we tend to just run this more often because it looks kind of like that play um, from the onset, and we seem to get about the same results that we're looking for. Um, we don't run the zone dive um, out of our, 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 our 60 series or option series as much. It's something that we save only for that maybe right situation. Um, this one seems to be very effective um, and works well and is simple and um, we can go to it. Because it's a fullback dive, uh, we can do this without the double dive fake. And so we will sometimes switch up formation. So in this case, we have uh, what I call ram, uh, trips to the right. Um, we can run um, the dive here on this. And what that does is maybe it's taken an outside linebacker out. Um, it's changed the defense a little bit. It might be third and six and third and seven. And we line up in a trips formation. The defense thinks we're going to pass the ball because it's third and seven. That's what teams do in third and seven. And we'll run fullback dive out of that. And we'll pick up three or four yards. And now we have a fourth down and manageable that we're happy to, uh, to, to run a fourth down. So, you know, it's nice thing about our offense is we don't, we don't feel like we have to get all seven yards on third down. If we can get half of those yards, we're comfortable to come, come back with a fourth down play and, and run. So... Um, this also fits into that 10 series, if you're, if you're going back to those series. Um, when we're running it without the motion and without the double dive fake, it, it falls into that one back series um, as well. So lots of different stuff you can do here with formation. We had like a heavy set this year where we put a wing back off the tackle and we put a wing back in B gap. So we had two guys that could load up in there. Uh, we had like a bunch uh, formation that we did this year with the nasty receiver. So we had like a tight bunch um, look. We ran this play out of that. Um, we would motion sometimes and just, you know, some different stuff. Uh, you could kind of get fancy with your backfield stuff and, and use some of that as a distraction to just then run a, a very simple play. But it doesn't change any of the rules uh, for the linemen on this. So anytime you can make a change, um, in your offense, um, and it doesn't really impact like your, your linemen rules, um, it, it's a little easier to justify. All right, so let's go to the video. We'll get started here. Um, I got some video for you on the fullback dive. We have our tight end set. Uh, we call this Lou and Rose. We got tight end to the left, so it's Lou, double wing. Okay. So, one of the keys here that we'll talk about is um, you'll notice the, uh, the inside linebacker here. 
inside linebacker is, is scraping over, okay? And that's a product of probably our, um, our option stuff that we're doing, but also the double dive. And so he's scraping over to that uh, BC gap region, okay, which leaves the middle of the, uh, the defense pretty vacant, okay? We were able to get our center to the backside linebacker. The backside linebacker is also scraping over for help. They're playing our motion pretty heavy here, okay? But we were able to get the center on the backside linebacker, and then, uh, and then we got one-on-one -on -one with the safety. And oftentimes we find that the safeties don't really want to tackle our fullbacks. I mean, it's, they, they, they don't do well. They, it's not a good matchup, typically, uh, for teams. Um, now, I will say, um, in our offense, we, we really emphasize blocking the backside linebacker. Um, obviously, the frontside linebacker's a critical part, too, and that's usually caked into your, you know, into your rules um, of taking care of that player. But we find after the, 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 the middle line, but the inside backer, the backside backer is like the next most important thing in terms of, uh, of our success as a team. We always feel like we'll be, a, we'll be a, a good to average team if we don't block him. We'll be a great team if we consistently block, block him. So center does a really good job here of getting to him. Our guard is able to, uh, to take a, a good step, get head around, and block that, that uh, one technique. That's a tough block based on the, for the backside guard to do here. So um, hats off to those two guys of communicating and it allows the center to go straight to that backer. Um, the front side backer over pursues and now we're one-on-one uh, -on -one with the safety, okay? And we were able to, uh, to beat him um, and, and get to the end zone. Okay, we'll see this um, from this view as well. Okay, now notice here, I mean, this. look at the quarterback here on the quarterback follow fake. You got four guys on this defense that go honor him. Four guys that went and honored that quarterback on this that essentially took themselves out of the play because of good hard fake. Now we don't always get good hard fakes and this quarterback I had a hard time getting him to fake. Um, and I'd, I'd kind of give him a hard time um, in, in the film session about not faking. Um, one time I went into the, uh, the old athletic director's closet and found a JV basketball, no, it was a JV cross-country track trophy from 1990, and I, I modified that. I put a, a little sticker on there that says, best fake carrier outer, and we gave away uh, every week in the film room the trophy to who carried out their fakes the best. And so I think this was him trying to win this, that trophy that week. Um, but you see, I mean, that's an, effective, that's an effective job of him running. He looks like he's got the ball. He's got his hands up high. Looks like he's got it. He's got four out of the 11 defenders convinced that he's got the football right now. And uh, that allows our fullback to, uh, to get lost, okay, and get in the end zone. I like to look here um, at, that, at that middle linebacker, all right? 24 is going to the double dive, 
Okay. Now on that play, we don't get that backside linebacker number 16 blocked as well and uh, not as, as good of a play, but that's where we get a, a fullback there. You can see him just grinding out there at the end. Um, you know, that's, that's the kind of fullback that you want in, in our system, a guy that can that grind out some extra yards here. That uh, Again, we didn't get the backside linebacker. He would have gotten three yards, uh, you know, regardless before he got to him. So it would have been a good play for us, but his grinding it out, him falling forward, extra effort, linemen keep working, you know, we turn that into 11-yard gain. Um, so we like that. Here's a, an example of a team uh, we played this year in the playoffs, uh, Roxana. Um, they had their inside linebackers really wide, um, and, and they were, we were having some success with, uh, with an outside veer, which I'll, I'll talk about um, later in our next presentation. So they started widening these guys out, and I think this is, um, this might be our one of our first plays back of, after halftime, you know, one of our first uh, drives after half, uh, we kind of noticed this. So um, this is the one where, you know, he makes it through the hole and gone. You know, um, that's that speed that we had this year at the fullback position. A little bit different, not your prototypical kind of fullback, but uh, tough kid and really fast. So um, based on alignment, they wanted to start wide uh, this was a, a play we had, uh, had had going here. You see how wide they are here. No, no really inside linebacker at all. Look at those linebackers first. You see they're scraping. Again, this is the, that, the team we started with, Olympia. Okay, get that scrape. We got the backside linebacker blocked, and we're off. Um, here's, a, here's a ram. So this is our trips. Okay, so we have no motion. Okay. So oftentimes we, we also look a lot in our, our team will a formation dictate alignment? So if a team's playing in a one and a three technique uh, based on the strength of formation, so either are they gonna line up in a, a three to the formation, or are they gonna line up a three to the, to the field? And so we try to use that information to help. So we like the fullback dive um, to a three technique because we, we think our fullback's probably gonna pick up three yards running through an uncontested uh, A gap like that, okay? And then we were able to get our, our center out there. Now this is an example here. We start with a three technique. We get a slant, okay? And uh, we, we emphasize our guys stress, you know, stress to them, adjust. So he's aiming at the inside foot of the guard. He notices that the, the slant's happening in front of him, okay? And you can see how he, he almost adjusts, okay? He kind of, it's, it's subtle, but if you, if you see this path a lot, like I noticed, he adjusts right there, okay, into a B-gap run. We get the A back in on that linebacker, okay? 
Okay, and we take just a simple dive play and, and turn it into 11 yard, 11 yard gain. There's a lot of really kind of fine details here and adjusting that has to happen, okay? And that's just all part of what we try to teach um, these kids uh, adjusting as they go. I think this is where we started. All right, so then that'll take us into our next run, which is that quarterback follow. Okay, we're going to have the same blocking rules as we had for the fullback dive. Again, it makes it simple to add a play when your rules are the same for your alignment. Okay, um, we're going to fake the dive, we're going to fake the double dive, and then the quarterback's going to keep it. Okay, um, it's really important that you don't reach block on this play. It's tempting to reach block. I get kids that want to reach block on this. If you're playing a team that's well coached, you know, and the linebackers are reading, um, reading the linemen, or we have a lot of teams that read our play side wing back um, and how they block. If he were to reach block, right, the team's going to know, hey, that's a sweep, and they're going to adjust to the sweep um, and, and, and take care of business. So um, block it like double dive. You're going to call this play because the corner is getting nosy, um, and so trust that the corner is going to stay nosy, okay? Um, this is not a play that you just want to call, you know, just to call it, um, because it really won't work. It's a play that is, is set up by running a lot of uh, a double dive. Okay, so we got it drawn up here. Okay, it looks very similar to all the other ones we've had so far, but now we got the cornerback getting nosy. Quarterback's going to keep it, and off he goes. So let's switch over to the video for this one. All right, this is probably our best one we've run in four years um, here. You can see uh, all the attention that we're getting inside, lots of bodies inside. And then here comes the corner screaming in. Okay, corner screaming in. I, I'm going to go get, I'm going to go make a tackle. Finally, I've been sitting out here bored all day. Nobody runs the ball to me. I'm going to get involved. Okay, and then boom. Okay, we're off. There's nobody else out there. Okay, and so again, another way to think about, we got running this to the wide side of the field. Okay, alignment and stuff like that matters. Okay. So we like, we like that. Okay, Everybody's patient. Sometimes our quarterback, when we call this play, the quarterback's in a hurry to, uh, to get going. You know, like he wants to run quarterback sweep. This is not quarterback sweep. We're not blocking it like quarterback sweep, so he has to be patient. The fakes are what's going to do the blocking for him. Because really, nobody's blocking for the quarterback here. Um, we're all just setting this up with the fakes. And you see all the bodies get kind of looped in there, whereas in the last, um, the fullback dive, you notice how the quarterback faking the quarterback follow took people out to the quarterback. Here, they weren't buying on the quarterback uh, uh, fakes, okay? And then he takes off and runs. A little bit different formation here. This is uh, lightning. 
Lightning is a formation where we go tackle over. So um, we had a really good ta a tight end in 19 and 20. Um, and we've not had that kind of true tight end. So we do a lot of tackle over to, to help get us a, a tight end. Um, but the nice thing about this formation is it gives us an extra blocker. So not only do we have a tight end, but we also have a receiver out here. So we do have an extra hat. Um, oftentimes we get away with this for a little while in a game without people adjusting. Um, so this was another way we could get an extra hat over there. We ran follow, had an extra blocker out there to stock block. So it wasn't necessarily that the corner was biting on this one. It was the formation gave us somebody to stock block that corner. Um, and you can see the corner got blocked and then still bought on the fakes and took off running in there. And this one's uh, from, from this past fall. See the corner, the corner is still looking inside. You watch that corner up top of the top of the screen. He comes in, he's looking in there. Where's the ball? Where's the ball? Where's the ball? Oh crap, it's out there. So those are the situations where you want to run, run that play. All right, now on to our bootleg. Okay, this is our play action pass. Um, on this one, um, we're going to fake the dive, we're going to fake the double dive, and then the quarterback is going to push off his inside foot and turn his back and, and boot bootleg okay away from the um, away from the, the the play fake okay um, play side tackle so this is the the tackle to the pass side okay we call crush crush means he's going to block down hard and he has b gap we are typically a gap a gap responsible team when it comes to our pass protection so the place I tackle has B-gap, okay? We add the word crush on there because that means we want you to look like you're run blocking, okay? Place I um, guard has uh, A-gap, make it look like you're run blocking. Um, the center is gonna block for the pulling guard, okay? And then the, the backside tackle has the uh, backside B-gap, okay? The place side guard um, has um, the bootleg um, he, he has play side C gap. So the tackle has that B gap. He's going to pull and he's going to block the defensive end uh, on the other side of the formation. Um, this is the biggest challenge of this, of this play. Um, the, the backside guard, uh, his path looks like a question mark. So he is, in his stance, he is the dot of the question mark. So he's going to make a question mark backwards. So he's the dot when he's in his stance um, and lined up. When the ball is snapped, he's going to take a pull step um, towards the, the direction of the play, and he's going to take two flat steps. So his first step is his pull step. It's a 90-degree angle step. Okay. His second step is flat, okay. and then he's going to boot. And so it is two flat steps. He cannot bucket step, you know, where he steps and opens up. It has to be like a pull trap step straight down the line of scrimmage. And that's because the, the quarterback is close by and he's faking that dive. And so he has to go between the center's butt 
and the, uh, the, the inside foot of the quarterback who's faking the dive. And so it's a really small window. If your guard opens up, he'll run right into your quarterback, and bad things can happen when that happens uh, as there's a mesh going on. So really got to emphasize um, that, that flat for two steps. Once he's on his second step, he plants with that inside foot and then gets depth. You really want to get him like four to five yards deep, and that's that question mark, so flat, and then that big curve, okay, so that he can hook the defensive end. The defensive end is going to come down with the play side tackle who's crush blocking B-gap. He's going to squeeze down with that down block, okay, and then he's going to realize, oh, crap, here's the, here's the, here's the quarterback. He's coming my way, and then by the time he realizes that, you should have his outside leveraged already, and then you can engage in that block. A lot of times what happens is that defensive end just tries to chase down the play, um, you know, and, and so he might just be gone, and then, the, and then your guards, you know, keeps kind of shuffling out and, and working. Um, but uh, those are kind of the, the key parts there on our, our play action. So here's what it looks like. Um, this is our, our tight end uh, double wing uh, we call Rosen Lou. Okay. Um, the tight end is the inside person of the formation. So the inside receiver of the formation has the drag. Okay. The outside person of the formation has the post. And then um, the other defender has the post, the post flag route. We're faking double dive. We're faking dive. Those running backs' responsibilities are to get tackled, okay? We want them to fake well enough that somebody tackles them. If multiple people tackle them, even better, okay? But we have to sell those fakes. We've got to get those, those safeties coming up. So um, get tackled, the better, okay? Quarterbacks fakes, fake, fake, and then reverses out, and then we got the guard coming around to help with blocking. We can also tag this. I, I like tags. We'll talk about tags a lot in the next presentation. But uh, we can tag this with switch. And the wing back and the tight end are going to switch routes. Sometimes defenses will tell their defense to jump the tight end when he releases on pass. Sometimes they'll say jump the drag. And if they say jump the tight end, if the tight end runs you know, the post and now you got somebody else dragging, Okay, so it just depends, depending on your, your situation, your game prep, what the defense is doing. Um, that switch is a nice tag, uh, might be a good way to get somebody else involved. There's some years where we want our tight end to be the featured guy. Um, sometimes we want uh, um, our, our running back, our wing back to be that featured guy. So it, it might depend on, on some of that too. If we're in nasty, if we're in nasty and the receiver is the outside and the wing back is inside. The wing back will run the drag and the, the receiver will run that post. So whoever's the inside two will run the, run the drag. All right, so let's think of that video. Always, always, always an issue. The quarterback is always in a hurry on this, and sometimes it doesn't matter. It's going to work 
whether he fakes well or not, but the quarterback doesn't really fake too well here on the, on the second dive. Um, they're always in a hurry to get out of there. Now here's the situation. This is what, one, two, three. This is a six-man six front here. The play side tackle has a rule that we tag on here called the 59 rule. And the 59 rule says if the play side tackle has a five technique, okay, or a six technique, which is head up or outside shade, plus there's another defender on the line of scrimmage, so like a nine technique, an edge defender, that he has to block the inside of those two players. So he does not crush, so he does not come down to B-gap here, and that's because he's got the 59 rule in effect, and he just announces that. He'll say 59, 59, and uh, the, the, ta the backside guard will know that uh, there's two defenders out there. He still has the outside of those two. Okay. I don't think the guard got enough depth here. You can kind of see real, you can see all the traffic going on there. The guard and fullback and quarterback, it's all real tight. He gets some depth, but he probably doesn't get enough depth, and he doesn't quite get him hooked all the way. Maybe should have got calls for holding there. Well, you see our drags are open. Okay, Did they uh, bite on the, on the run fakes? They did, you get everybody kind of sucked in there. The safety comes screaming in. Backside corner stayed home, that route was covered. Okay, here's a good fake. Good fake on this one, one, two, and then gets his depth. Okay, the guard has gotten over there, got him hooked working to the next man. In this case, the drag was covered. The drag gets covered, and then the post, which you can't see on this view, is in the, in the middle, back of the end zone. Let's see it from this angle. So, post is open, so. It was a good fake there. All right, so here's, here's a fourth down. This was a big play for us. This was fourth and 10 against St. Joe Ogden um, two seasons ago. I had a tag here. You can see the protection up there. It says BS Max. That means backside max. Um, because they had, um, I knew fourth down we were going to get pressure. I just add that tag sometime when I, when I, the backside receiver, if he gets that tag, it means he's staying home and blocking. So we knew it was really going to be just two routes. It's going to be that post flag um, and then the, uh, the, um, the, the, the post by the, uh, uh, the running back. So luckily the uh, corner got nosy up there and, and we uh, got the ball the open receiver.
Good example here, the drag, kind of drag's kind of covered, but he kind of keeps peeling back there and, and kind of gets himself open by the route run in there. So a nice job by that tight end there. So that's the end of um, kind of the, our, our four plays of that series. But this next part's really critical. Um, we, we teach the why, and I, I try to teach the why for, for everything um, so that the kids can be better educated and, and they can communicate better. But we teach this. We teach this day one. Um, as we said earlier, it all starts with double dive. So kind of a chart here to kind of explain. This is not an option play. The, the players are not reading anything, but you as a coach are kind of reading things here. So we start with double dive. So you run double dive. All right, so the question when you run double dive is who is making the tackle, okay? If the inside linebacker is making the tackle, then we're going to call fullback dive, okay? If the cornerback is making the tackle, then we're going to run quarterback follow. If the safety is making the tackle, then we're going to run the bootleg. Okay, if the outside linebacker is making the tackle, then we're going to switch gears and we're going to run our option series. Okay, um, because he, that outside linebacker, can't get nosy in B gap and also defend the quarterback and the triple option game that we also can run. So that's kind of how we look at it. We teach this to the players. Okay. Um, you have to be sometimes a little careful on the information they give you. The quarterback will always say he can run quarterback follow. It'll work every time. So that first year, um, I trusted the quarterback maybe a little too much, and we had some, some quarterback follows that didn't go so well. Uh, but he was a good athlete. He, he kind of made up for some of those um, bad mistakes. Um, you know, your, your receivers will always tell you they're open, uh, whether they are or not. Uh, but I always get good feedback from our fullbacks. Our fullbacks have been pretty honest with me. And uh, when they say, hey, coach, nobody's tackling me on double dive, they'll, we'll run double dive, and they'll say, coach, nobody's touching me. Uh, we'll, we'll run fullback dive, and, and, and we usually get a pretty good gain after that. So um, you teach this to the kids. You make sure all your coaches on staff know this so that uh, you can make in-game adjustments. I think it's important to have a coach track this. If this is gonna be a play that you live and die by, I think it's important to coach the track uh, who's making the tackle. If you have a good stats guy, they can help do that too. All right, so the bonus play here. Um, this is not one we've run. It's in the playbook. Uh, we've just not needed it. It's uh, something that we've not uh, needed, but um, we did run it at Augustana, a quarterback counter trap off of the double dive series. Um, I got a picture here of back in the playing days. Uh, we might have had the shortest quarterback uh, ever playing. Um, now I like to kid him about that. But, but we played Wheaton um, in, 2000 and, um, in 2005. Uh, no, I'm sorry, that's, that date's wrong. It's 2004. It was 2004. Um, our quarterback had 343 yards rushing against Whedon. Um, it is the all-divisions quarterback rushing record for single game. He beat Michael Vick's old record um, at that game. Um, and primarily, his running was from some option. He had some options where he kept it. And we ran a lot of this uh, quarterback counter. Uh, we call it counter cue. Um, you know, off of the double dive series. So 
based on what they were doing, they had a really good game plan to stop our double dive, um, which left um, you know, the backside open. At Augustana, um, kind of goes back to some wing T principles. At Augustana, we only ran double dive series to the left. Um, I was left tackle, and so we only ran that. We had other things we ran to the right. We were kind of, these plays were to the left, these plays were to the right. And so um, we knew that, you know, this was an important play for us. It was, at Augustana, it was our bread and butter. So they had a really good game plan to stop that double dive, but that left them weak on the backside. So we ran this counter cue. He had 343 yards rushing um, and a uh, record, I think a record that still stands. So it's a pretty, pretty fun. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we found a way to lose the stinking game. Um, it was a conference championship game week, uh, the, the final week of the season, but we lost it. Uh, didn't play very good defense that day. Uh, lost the game. But it's a, good, it's a good play. We block it just like trap, so it's, it's, it's in a trap. We've not run a lot of trap until this last season, so it's always hard for me to justify putting in a new blocking scheme for a play. Um, but if, if we were to continue to run trap like we ran it this year, it's a lot easier for me to justify putting it in because we already have that blocking scheme in. So anytime you can use blocking schemes from one series to another, it makes your install so much faster. It's, it's so much easier on the kids um, and their, their learning as well. Here's the rules for it. Again, we block it like our, our trap. I know these rules aren't, aren't anything special um, in terms of trap blocking rules. Um, we're gonna fake the dive Okay, we're going to fake the fullback dive, and then he's just going to pivot and, uh, and then go backside A-gap on that. So uh, here's the diagram. So um, you don't actually get the double dive fake, but you do have the motion. You have the loading up there. Um, so if you're getting a lot of over-pursuing, this is another option for you um, coming back. All right, so that's the end of our, our second presentation. Kind of wraps up the 40 series. Um, again, my, my email and, and cell phone there, always happy to talk football, uh, so feel free to reach out. Mm -hmm.